and welcome to the ARM Viewpoints podcast and another special episode featuring content from our new reality series. Host Poppy Crum takes a look at how mobile gaming technology can be used to drive VR-based behavioral therapy. We meet the CEO of Florio, a company leveraging the power of virtual reality to provide a method of teaching social, behavioral, and communication skills for individuals with autism and related diagnoses. Then Katan Shah, ARM's Senior Director of XR, joins us to discuss the ways ARM is working to develop technology that will drive the future of mobile VR. And now, the new reality. Virtual reality is an incredible medium for teaching kids. It's fun and engaging. It's able to simulate real-life situations and create a practice environment that's repeatable. Out to the left, back As a digitally the delivered therapy, there's data that's simply not captured in traditional therapy today. Virtual reality can be used for therapy by designing experiences that simulate the real world or enable the practicing of skills where practice can lead to better performance in the real world. The New Reality, a look at the future of consumer technology. With your host, Poppy Crumb. I'm Poppy Crumb. Welcome to the ARM New Reality series, where we explore the future of consumer technology. What happens to our brains when we interact with technology? It's all about feedback. My role at Stanford, um, I actually teach a class I created that's neuroplasticity in video gaming. So it's a video game development class that focuses on augmented reality, closed loop sensory neural technologies. Because it, it's really about how that technology interacts with us that's most important. But that class also focuses on when we engage with any technology, how does it change us? Every technology we use for any period of time transforms who we are. Some of the games that my students have built in, in my class have been focused on things like helping uh, children with autism learn to communicate or read emotions better. 10 years ago, how would you solve that problem? How do you emulate emotions? Transition to where we are today and what we can do. They can build games where AI can read their emotions they can get feedback on what they're doing well and on what dimension they can do better so that they can learn signatures or ways of ascribing that feedback to improvements in social communication. You're getting data and insight that you didn't have before. Having new channels of communicating and channels of visualizing that data to us in real time lets us do things with less error, more precision, more flexibility, more capability, and insight than we did before. So many opportunities for how we engage and how we learn and how we augment ourselves as humans. Florio is a company harnessing the power of 3D gaming and mobile VR in behavioral therapy and education. Florio is a virtual reality technology company that uses virtual reality to deliver clinically designed therapy 
for kids with developmental delays to help them develop social and behavioral skills. Florio is inspired by my son, whose first experience with VR combined with his autism gave the idea that virtual reality could be a new interventional therapy medium for kids with developmental delays. For children with autism, they likely are entered into different various therapy programs that involve building social and behavioral skills. For kids with autism, they often need help in, in building those skills out. They need more practice time. And so the therapists and special educators and ultimately parents end up spending more time articulating steps that otherwise would not need to be articulated to a typically developing child. One of the first things I learned building VR experiences with my son, who was then wearing a headset, was that I couldn't see what he was seeing. He was making expressions, he was looking around, and I had no idea what he was doing. One of the first features in the Florio system that I designed and that our team built was to stream a live view of what the child is seeing in virtual reality to a tablet. And from that tablet, we enable someone to be able to observe someone who's able to provide live coaching as they're going through the lessons, and in cases to puppeteer some of the characters to create the social dynamics that lead to practicing a skill. I've been working on Florio for over five years now. This company started as a basement project. I was self-funding, working with a therapist, a pediatrician, and uh, a software engineer to implement an initial vision of what therapy could look like in virtual reality. Hey! In virtual reality, you can create animated scenes with engaging characters that can essentially train children how to develop better eye contact, how to follow people's faces better, how to read emotions. Stop looking at me! You can simulate situations that are difficult to do in the real world or in a therapist office. The work that Florio does and the customers they support really straddle healthcare and education. Manhattan Children's Center has been one of the best customers that we've worked with and they've also done a really great job involving the parents along the way and so they've been able to also collect feedback from the parents to, to help shape what Florio is today. Imagine learning how to cross a street. I can tell you how to cross a street in an office. You can practice in the real world, but the consequences of doing it wrong the first time are severe. In virtual reality, we can create a street, we can create cars and traffic. We can help train the individual to understand the walk sign, judge risky behavior from cars, and ultimately be able to visually practice that skill that has really no margin for error in the real world. Florio has been designed to be as affordable and accessible as possible, and so we combine smartphones, which are virtual reality capable, with inexpensive plastic headsets with lenses that range between $10 and $20, and then use a tablet to be able to power that coaching experience. So the Florio system leverages the GPU in the smartphone to render the virtual reality scenes in real time. The Florio system is built on top of the Unity 3D gaming engine. So we use Unity extensively in uh, rendering our scenes as well as to uh, use its networking capabilities to link the smartphone and tablet. You know, our idea only works because 
mobile smartphones are virtual reality capable. It's always been central to the Florio mission to enable this system to enable access to reach rural parts of the country that don't have in-person therapy centers where simply therapy services are unavailable. What we're able to do using smartphone-based virtual reality and combined with uh, having a coaching application that can run as a telehealth application over the internet is enabling access broadly. And so we have customers today using LTE to get therapy service into the homes who might not even have broadband, enabling professional therapy services to be rendered where otherwise the family might be under an impossible logistical challenge. The world of immersive technologies and experiences is rapidly changing. When I look at what's available today technologically versus five years ago when I started Florio, it's, it's really moving fast. Virtual reality is an area where we've developed quite a bit of skill in understanding how therapy can be built and delivered. And we see similar opportunities in the future in augmented reality and as systems become more lightweight and batteries become longer lasting, that these can go from just being therapies to real-time assistance that are actually helping people navigate the real world. The ultimate outcome of a system like Florio is that the child is able to translate what they learn in virtual reality to the real world, put it into practice. So mobile technology has really brought a new level of capabilities in the XR space. To get these new platform experiences, obviously it requires a tremendous amount of processing, low latency, quick graphics to the end user. So ARM brings different types of experiences and enablement of technology for VR. Some of the things that we work on is how do we provide the highest performance CPU processing to meet the different types of workload requirements that it might be. We also actually spend a considerable amount of time enabling different types of graphics features. Those could be things like foveated rendering, which actually only render up the types of images that you need where your eyes are looking on the particular VR headset. ARM is also enabling functionality through AI. The developer can actually build their solution such that it provides a deeper and richer experience, whether it's tracking your eyes or whether it's doing other types of machine learning, it can transform that overall experience and the content then gets rendered appropriately. XR is a nascent market. It's an area that ARM is spending a lot of time looking at how to enable computer vision at the low power. One of the things about low latency is the ability to be able to do things at the edge. The time it takes to send information from the cloud down to the device can be hundreds of milliseconds. What ARM does is really provides many of the VR functionality right there on the edge. So content can be actually reside on the device itself where it gets rendered in the milliseconds versus it being hundreds of milliseconds. User engagement has been shown is better when there is high performance, low power requirements on the device such that it doesn't heat up and actually the content is rendered as quickly as possible. Where right now we're doing 1080p or 2K per eye, we expect to see in the future 4K per eye type of devices which means quite a bit of graphics that needs to be rendered. One of the areas that ARM is investing in is a technology called ray tracing. This is about providing greater shadows and details 
to the actual end user as content gets rendered. You may say, why is this important? Because at the end, people want to have that very rich immersive experience. We expect more of that to occur as time progresses. To get a more in-depth look at the new reality, please visit the series homepage at arm.com slash new reality. We look forward to bringing you more news and discussion in the next episode of Arm Viewpoints. Thanks for listening.